Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Doing Business Differently. I'm your host, Conductor, founder and principal of Conductor Green Incorporated. We are a strategic management firm that specializes in helping startup brands launch and grow by focusing on the foundations of business. So I am super, super, duper happy to be back. Um, I've been working really hard on closing out the last couple of clients that I've had from my last um, one-on-one coaching cycle. And I'm really, I'm really excited because I, I think I needed to go the way that I started out in my business for a number of reasons, not only for myself personally, um, but because, you know, when you're starting a new brand or a new business or you are reshifting or doing whatever it is as a startup business owner, you have to learn how to be willing to pivot sometimes. Sometimes the idea that you have for your business is not really what it ends up being. Case in point, think about Amazon, right? Um, Amazon started out in Bezos' garage, right? And he started out selling books on his platform. And over time, that brand grew to selling anything and everything on the internet and even having co-op programs where other brands sell their products, you know, through their platforms because they are a distributor, right? Amazon, you know, leases or owns their own warehouse and so some products get shipped there and they can easily ship the products um, around the world, right? And they do that through their prime service, which is the reason why they can guarantee a two or three day delivery, like whatever it is now, right? It used to be 24 hours or whatever crap may be, but you know, now you get it within the week, which is great considering COVID and all the delays that one can have, you know, during a pandemic. But aside from that, the point that I'm making though is, you know, sometimes how things start out is not typically how it ends. And I think a lot of um, startup brands don't realize that. And so sometimes you hold yourself to these lofty ideals um, you don't have a marketing team. You haven't spent $2 million, you know, in that arena. You haven't surveyed so you can't survey no more. You haven't spoken to every single, you know, multimillionaire in the market to tell you about your market or whatever the case may be, right? So you're really using the startup phase of your business to kind of test the water to see what it is um, that you want to do. If it's going to work for you, maybe you need to tweak some things and shift some things. And I know I talk a lot about doing things from a in-process perspective, but I felt like today I really need to talk about that from a take a step back and look at things perspective, right? Um, and so that's one of the reasons why I think sometimes, you know, I won't be on here. Um, and it's not because I don't find value in talking to you guys. I don't find value in social media marketing. It's just because, honestly, for who my market, my target market is, they're really not on social media. They may be listening. They might be listening to this podcast. Um, I know a lot of you are listening because, you know, I do give um, good value-based um, tips and insights and some things I see repeated and even used in your webinars. So thank you for that. Um, but my target market isn't really on here. Um, I'm a person who marches to the beat of my own drum and I know kind of like what works for me for the most part. Am I perfect? Of course not. Case in point, if I would have known what I know now, I would have started out with this, but there's also the beauty in doing it the way that I did. And I'm glad that I kind of didn't invest as much money as I, I could have invested in a lot of other coaches and consultants. I'm glad I ended up um, 
bumping into the coach that I do have now, um, because between that and the information that I already knew, some things that I have learned by listening in on other coaches, kind of mixing all that stuff together, it's kind of like I came into my own lane. And so that's what I've been closing out my old clients and not taking any new ones on in that capacity because, you know, I realized that my passion, what I work best in is what my background is based on. And I was, you know, to be honest, I was running away from that, right? Like I really did not want to go that route. Like, let's be honest, like that's, and that tends to trip us up because, you know, I get on here and I talk about all the time, you know, well, at least in my coaching business, I talk about all the time about making sure that what you do, what you're good at, your strengths and your skill sets, um, making sure that they are aligned with what you're offering to the market. Because not only is that an area where you have tons of expertise and tons of experience, deep down at its core, it's, you're doing something that you love. It's, you're doing something that you're passionate about. When you are no longer feeling passionate about doing it, it's because something in between in that mix is, is being disrupted. And sometimes you have to take a step back and figure out where that disruption is at. Um, so that way you can fix it and move on with your process. And there will be opportunities for growth. Like case in point, um, my program is no longer open for one-on-one coaching, right? Because being a busy mom, um, if you're a provider out there, maybe you have parents that you're caring for, especially because of COVID. Um, maybe you could be um, a foster parent right maybe you're still working your job you're nine to five or whatever that schedule is like so you don't really have time to be on social media all day investing time in something um where your business is not catered to that market like your target audience is not going to be hanging out on their social media because they are people right with jobs right they are people who might be executives right so they're not looking at social media the same way maybe someone between the ages of 18 and 29 is right so um i think i had to i I think i was fine letting that part go but it was the how can i make it work for me that i was stuck at and so um going through this process once again of working with other clients and realizing the type of clients that I really, really at my core wanted to work with, the type of clients who I felt like I could really, really service. And again, it went back to just everything that I do, you know, at, at my nine to five, the thing that I've been doing for 21 years. So I'm super excited to um, relaunch that come August. Um, I will be enrolling MC. I think, I think, I think, I think that I'm going to go with five um, clients in that, you know, five, 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 I don't know, five. Um, some people have been trying to get me to go to 10, but for me, I'm just really cautious and conscious of the level of, um, support that I want to give to people who enroll in the program. Um, I really, you know, I'm, I like nice things and I want my clients, I want people who enroll in my program to make sure that they're getting quality and customer service and that they're not, they're not being rushed throughout a program or course or anything like that. And that's one of the things that I see, you know, people are complaining about, you know, they're being told that they're actually getting coaching services when, you know, they're really only getting a done-for-you course or um, a, a self-drip course where you finish, complete one module and you move on to the next one. So my goal is to really make sure that my program is the best of everything that I would want given to me 
and at a price where I feel is fair and affordable um, because I'm not in this trying to milk anybody. I'm really not a person that has aspirations to be a multi-billionaire, multi-millionaire with this. You know, I, I have simpler aspirations in my life. I'm really, like, I just enjoy nice vacations. I enjoy nice things in my home. I enjoy my children being able to travel. I enjoy being able to gift my friends and family things because I care. That's how I show my appreciation, right? Um, and I enjoy supporting other brands and other businesses. And I also want to be able to continue to grow. And in order to do that, to invest in my own personal professional development, right? I need to be able to be able to afford all these things. But my clients, you know, if, if they, their goal is to be multimillionaires or whatever their goal is, you know, I can coach you to that. Um, and so I'm super excited, though, um, to come on and really talk about that because, again, I think that's something that's missing in the market. And I think that a lot of people don't really talk about that, you know. Social media, and I, and I get it, right, because social media has been a great opportunity for a lot of startup businesses, um, services, and brands to really make their mark in the industry. And, you know, one of the barriers of entry to business, and it's something I talk about all the time, being in the industry for 20, 21 years, the reason why a lot of things are structured the way that they are is to limit, right, competition, right? It's really to inhibit that whole process, right? You control the market, you control, you know, everything else. Um, I think I talked before about how GE's model, um, I know when I was still um, in the process of finishing up my master's degree, you know, one thing that we always talked about was GE's motto, General Electric, right? Their motto was, if he wasn't number one or number two in whatever industry um, that they were in, they would choose to leave it. And that's his choice, right? But first of all, the pressure that it puts on yourself to always be number one or number two. I mean, that's like mission impossible. You will never be always number one sometimes would be number two. Now, it doesn't mean in every application, right? Not in every, if you're in a relationship with someone, you should, of course, one-on-one. If you have, you know, like, it is what it is. If you're a CEO of the company, you're just going to be number one unless you have shareholders and it's kind of like you're, like, 1A and they're like, 1B, 1C because they're there for checks and balances. Um, But that's a really big... Um, shoes to fill of always having to be on and I don't think people realize that when they're going into entrepreneurship I think my unique background and being in leadership for so long and going up the corporate ladder even though I didn't start at um, maybe at the bottom as some people had to start at the bottom and it's only because of the technical skills that I had Um, and then I kind of combined that with um Education, So I just kind of came into the industry and just hit the ground running. But that was really because I was very strategic in my approach things. And so you have to understand that if you're going to uh, enter into any market, you have to really understand what it is that you're getting to and figure out how you're going to leverage and do things to make it work for you. And that really is something that, once again, a lot of entrepreneurs don't don't see because of their background. Um, I don't want to say they're happy, but they are in the beginning, you know, content to just do what they do um but success can be just so much better like i think they'll actualize their goals a lot sooner without a lot of the stress and anxiety by doing things in such a complicated manner so my goal is to really make entrepreneurship especially when it comes to people who are in the service-based market 
make that process easier because not everybody wants to sell a product. Not everybody wants to do digital products. You know, I enjoy, um, this is the part of my job that I love, um, of course, to the point where I was like so drained of like dealing with people because if you're giving to other people, you have to make sure that you pour back into yourself, right? Like that's one thing that I always struggle with. But now that I got it, it's like, look out now. Like, thank, thank God. Like, I'm telling y'all, I'm so thankful and blessed for everything that's happened in my life for that very reason. Because I've learned a lot. Um, even though you know things, you just need to go through it to really grasp the concept. But um, coaching, um, group coaching, premium packages and products and service-based brands really allow you to, um, in my opinion, just do more you know, do more for your clients. It allows you to see a level of success that you wouldn't ordinarily see from just doing transaction-based services. And transaction-based services are cool. They're dope. They're fun. Like, I worked in retail for a few months. Um, I used to work at, uh, what was this? I used to work at a couple of retail stores. I used to work at Nordstrom um, and the Gallery Mall. What's that mall up there in White Plains? Yeah, up there somewhere. Um, I think I lasted about two or three months, but it was so dead in there, I couldn't stand it. It was very boring. Um, and because I like clothes, I like fashion. And so my mindset was, hey, if I can work here and get like 20% off my clothes, then awesome, yay, yay for me. Um, but again, it wasn't cost effective for me to be commuting back and forth, even if when I drove there, it just didn't make sense. Um, and then I worked on 59th Street in Bloomingdale for a few months on the third floor. So if anybody remembers me from there, hey. But anyway, the point is, you know, you have to really be strategic about how you're entering your business, um, how you're going to uh, make your money, how you're going to service your clients, and how you're going to package and deliver everything, not only externally to the customers, but internally. Um, A lot of times people get on and talk about, you know, it's either one or the other, and it really is about balance. And that's, that's that's just everything in life. It's just really about balance. It can't be always all about the customer. Yes, the customer is the person that buys your stuff, but if you are slaving to please the customer, at what point do you give to yourself? At what point do where's the space for you to be happy? Right? It's kind of like you see people that work in customer service. They're like, you know, they're so happy when their manager is on their side for something because they have this mindset that the customer is is always right. And people are stressed out. No excuse, (laughs) but. People are stressed out. Some people do be looking to get over. Some people are not as honest and integrity driven as they should be. And they're frustrating. So in those cases and instances, why why are we covering that up? Like, no, hold yourself accountable and don't try to scam me. And matter of fact, take that stuff out of my establishment. And I don't really care if you come back or not. If you do come back, make sure you got your stuff together. Right? And so you really have to take that approach in your business. and so I follow me on my Facebook, but I think that's all that I have for tonight because it's a little late, about 2.30 a.m. in the morning. But for those of you, once again, who are busy moms or, you know, busy dads or your providers or you're just up late at night trying to get your business where you need it to go, like these are my, these are my hours where I have that new time to kind of come on and catch up on podcasts and make my little notes and reorganize things and plans. This is my time before I go and knock out. So I just wanted to come on and just say that to you and just let you guys know that I'm definitely committed to coming on here more regularly now that I have things all sorted out. Well, for the most part, I'm not going to make any promises that it's 100% done because technically I'm still in year one of my business. 
Um, so let's just see where this goes. But I'm super excited because I've just been getting nothing but great reviews. And even, you know, I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but I feel like a weight has been lifted. You know, I'm always fun. I'm always joyful. But I really feel like this is this is my sweet spot. So I'm thankful and I'm blessed that, you know, I was able to get here. So it's always a journey. It's always a learning lesson. Don't hold you guys. Please don't hold yourselves um, to like any sort of finely written thing. You know, you still need a plan. You still need a strategy because you need some sort of direction to head into. You need to know what's not working for you so that you can write that down and document it because it's just because it doesn't work for you today doesn't mean you can't add it on later, right? So once again, I'm going to straighten up finish drinking my tea and then I'm going to go get me some sleep because tomorrow is a busy busy day and the land is the moon day. So y'all take care until the next one. Once again, go follow me on my uh, Facebook because that's probably where I'll be showing up most often. I am going to uh, start a group. Of course, there will be very few and minimum people in there since um, most of the things I've done are one-on-one, but you gotta start somewhere, right? So anyway, check y'all out over there. Have a good night. Bye.